Look, the tiger wollte sich so schnell. In Beijing, the so just to briefly recap, at uh, nearly 8.46, Lotte Group's getting a clear message of retaliation from China with the fallout of the recent land swap deal for a third missile defense system here in South Korea. So we're seeing multiple Lotte Marts being affected, uh, like around two dozen in one way or another. Um, one out of four Lotte Marts uh, apparently going out of business due to measures by the government authority, while China's second biggest e-commerce site wipes off a section dedicated to Lotte Mart products. And that's just looking at it from the Lotte perspective. So Chinese consumers are apparently venting their anger as well. Let's head on location with Echo Huang, reporter for Quartz, based in Hong Kong. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. Thank you for having me on. Well, pleasure to have you with us. So the, the headline of a recent article you wrote goes like this. The maker of Choco Pies is facing a revolt in China from customers, partners and hackers. Um, it implies that Korean snacks are one of the great sources of popularity. Uh, yes, I would say, you know, generally speaking, you know, China has been, you know, one of Korea's you know, biggest trading partner and when it comes to Korean snacks and retail products, I think that Lotte is a very typical example where, you know, this company has been in China for more than two decades and opened more than 100 retail shops in more than 20 Chinese provinces. And, you know, for what I'm saying now, this, you know, companies that their products are actually, you know, a very, make up a really big portion of Chinese market. And for other retail businesses, I would say some big makeup brands. Like, it's, you know, also becoming more and more trendy in recent years. Uh, one of the typical examples is, like, the cosmetic brand industry. For example, it has been expanding in the mainland since 2015. And in the same year, nearly one-fourth of China's, you know, imported cosmetic products came from South Korea. And I would say that despite this, anti-missile system issue in 2016, you know, China and South Korea are still really important, you know, trading partners. Yeah. What's the general feeling among Chinese people towards THAAD missile defense? Well, I would say that generally speaking, right now the sentiment I'm seeing, like mostly from online, uh, are that people are really strongly against this anti-missile system. Um, but I would say that it's important to understand, you know, how the mechanism that works behind this sentiment, which is in China's case, it's mostly created through, you know, government mouthpieces like People's Daily, uh, Xinhua News, or, you know, sometimes the tabloid uh, Global Times. Like, for example, a lot of times the anti-missile system that is described as a weapon that's backed by the U.S., which could neutralize China's weaponry rather than something that Korea can use to, you know, fight against the threats from the North. So I think this kind of mechanism is really important when it comes to, you know, when we discuss about the sentiments that's hovering around China right now. Well, I understand, you know, speaking of following social media accounts, that uh, the official Weibo account of Lotte Duty Free has been bombarded more than 20,000 comments like, leave China. D do you think the opposition against that then has 
transformed the attitude towards Korean firms or, or products? Um, I would say that, you know, the opposition against that has, you know, does increase, like, does create this image that there is increasing hostility towards Korea, or general, generally speaking, like, Korean products, Korean companies. Um, but I think we, you know, must not forget that, like, it's people who hold the power to influence people's shopping behaviors. Uh, that they are taking extreme measures to boycott these companies. You know, just for Lotte's case, a popular spicy snack maker, Wei Long, announced its plan to take off all the products from Lotte's shelves last week. And you can, you know, literally see pictures on, you know, Weibo or, you know, microblogs um, in China that shows that all the shelves that used to, uh, you know, sell products from this particular spicy snack maker, you know, were now empty. And on the same day that Lotte signed a deal uh, with Korean government, you know, the CEO of Jimei, one of China's biggest online shopping sites for makeup, announced on his Weibo that they're going to, you know, take, take down some Lotte products on the site. I would say, I mean, these measures are somehow influencing how people, you know, shop and like you're encouraged to not buy products from certain Korean companies. Yeah, I mean, I think for some of us, it'll be surprising that ordinary people are really jumping on board with this. But when we think of the impact of the media, perhaps we should be less astounded by that. Is, is there any defiance over the government's strict measures against South Korea, though? Are, are people you know, sympathetic to this government, thinking um, that uh, it's doing the right thing despite you know, its own military defensive measures? Or is there an undercurrent, maybe, of those who are particularly keen on South Korea who might be thinking Beijing's taking things too far? Um, for now, I don't really see any, you know, sort of like this uh, organized defiance, you know, or any, you know, big defiance over the government's strict measures against South Korea. And I would say that because right now in China, uh, a lot of people are, you know, angry with uh, this anti-missile system. So even if people are generally, you know, like some people are maybe sympathetic to you know, uh, South Korea, but then they might not be, you know, openly speak about it. Yeah, because it seems difficult to have this very positive view towards certain South Korean cultural products and then just turn against the country overnight. I, I mean, state-run Chinese tabloid Global Times that you mentioned before even encouraged people to sanction Samsung or Hyundai, other Korean conglomerates. C could they then, these very visible names be the next target? Mm, I wouldn't say if any of the specific companies could be targeted, but I would say, like like you mentioned, the state-run Chinese, you know, Global Times, a tabloid Global Times, they are kind of like encourage people to sanction this product. I mean, they're created this sort of life sentiment to encourage people to do it. So I would say under this sentiment, like these companies could be the target but right now i think uh you know most of all people are angry at lote who signed a deal with korean government and uh, finally an annual national people's congress in beijing over the weekend were there any further developments on the government's view of, of thad uh, or on south korea generally that we should be aware of 
Um, I am not aware of any specific, you know, details related, especially to South Korea development. I think currently uh, Chinese people are really busy with dealing with domestic, uh, you know, politics. But then uh, lately, you know, Chinese foreign minister, I think they have, they have, have been, you know, making quite a strong stand, has been, you know, repeating its, you know, strong stance against deployment. And I think this sentiment is going on for, you know, going on for some time. Yeah. Echo Huang, uh, thank you very much for joining us from Hong Kong. Uh, interestingly, I got some messages from contacts that I have in Hong Kong who are asking me, is this really happening, uh, this travel ban uh, from China to South Korea? Uh, so uh, it seems to be drawing a lot of attention exactly where you are as well. Uh, I'm, I, in Hong Kong locally, you mean? Just observing, I suppose, what's happening with China and South Korea, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, you know, uh, this ban, uh, you know, to, to discourage people from traveling to South Korea is really happening because last week I personally also reported on this, you know, a salesman with, you know, a big online travel online site called Tunio, you know, really they took down all the products from, like, to travel to Korea. And I think that show people a message that you are not supposed to at least to travel to South Korea at this moment. It's not encouraged. And yeah, this band, I think it's the real thing happening here. Echo Huang from Quartz, thank you very much for joining us on location today. Thank you, Alice. Radio that matters. Every morning with This Morning.